Fodderheads. Fodderheads. Here we are. It is time for some Godfather. Episode... What are we even on? We are on episode 33, Mr. 33 Long. overall. 33 for season wow. two. We're, we're going oh, to double our uh, season one. We're on 19 for uh, this particular season, I guess. I should say it like that. 33 overall yeah, on what we've overall, done yeah. for the past year plus. So, we have kind of a special episode, but we're not going to break any uh, excitement. Right. Uh, so, we're going to start... By welcoming you, like we always do. We know that you could be spending some time elsewhere, but we are appreciative of your ears. We know that there are approximately 750,000 plus podcasts out there, and you're spending a little bit of time with us. Two guys in the St. Anthony studio. In a basement. In a basement. <laughs> with a couple of laptops. Yep. And, uh, Some mics and... Big dreams and imagination and a love of learning um, is what put godfather on the map i guess yeah um and uh we just enjoy uh yeah uh listening to podcasts yeah and we're, uh, we're here uh you mentioned that the last one is kind of the cliff notes of podcasts maybe right. we, we listen to podcasts so you can either be inspired to go listen to it yourself or so you don't have to exactly and we're here to add a little value to your lives and uh to one another so we're we're ready to get rolling tonight Keith, who's coming to dinner? Woo! This uh this is this is what makes God, God Godfather uh so enjoyable is yeah. coming up with segments. And uh we came up with this segment uh several months ago. Uh, to do a, a guest list, and uh, so the the rules were we each get to pick eleven guests, so that our party will be a total of twelve. Uh, it could be a live or dead uh, uh, person. Um, we didn't include our spouses; they would be automatic an automatic ticket to the table, and uh, and then we just kind of said, "Go for it." Yep. Who, who who would you invite, and why? Each guest would arrive um, uh, 15 minutes after one another, so you'd theoretically get 15 minutes with just that person, um, plus the other people that are already there. Yep. Have that dialogue. Uh, so you have that dialogue, and uh, it could be anybody, and it could, and you could have various different reasons. And of course, we started to nerd out, um, you know, chemistry at the table, and and uh, you know, some guests would be better. Um, you know, than others because of other people being there and whatnot. Yeah. And when when they would arrive, right. there's was, there was some yep. real st- strategic yep. uh, moves here. It yes. turned out to be where we wanted that individual at the middle of the table because that person could look left or look right. Right. Um, it could be where you know this conversation is getting a little dull. We need a little excitement, so exactly. that person comes in and livens it up a little bit. And so we are. Fodderheads, we're at the last three. The last three. The last, the last three, three are being yes. invited yes. to dinner. Uh, 
we well I'll throw in because it's always a good time. Like send us a, a tweet. Let us know who are your who are your guests who are coming to your dinner. But we have our final ones, and we're starting with that. Yes. So I'm going to go first. You're going first. I'm going to okay. go first, and I, I'm gonna. I'm going to point out that these two people were just added yesterday <laughs> okay. because uh, I had two other people <laughs> and I have, they got booted, uh, they got booted out and I've, I've got a wait list, <laughs> maybe round two or we'll have to see oh, what yes. happens with it. And I, I, I have many, many males. It looks like uh-huh. I don't have a lot of females and I don't have a ton of diversity, um, yeah. which I don't, I'm not sure. We haven't really dug into that deep, but, um, on my left, I've got James Taylor, Malcolm Gladwell, Harper Lee, Ellen DeGeneres, and then comes in Jim Henson. Jim I Henson. Have, yes. All right. Love I it. I have the creator of Sesame Street and The Muppets, um, Dark Crystal, just so many oh, different things. Brilliant choice. Uh, voices. I just... I don't know where that came from, but I like that would be someone I would love mm-hmm. to talk to mm-hmm. and have at the table. Love so it. he he booted somebody else out. That person doesn't know, <laughs> yeah. maybe never received the invitation. <laughs> but Jim Henson is coming to my table. Then on my right, I have John Wooden, Tom Hanks, George Lucas, Jodie Foster, and then I would have Barack Obama. Okay. El Presidente. El Presidente is uh, going to come and be a guest. I think um, not the final guest, but near the very end. Um, some good conversations, whether that's being a president, obviously, um, lawyer, growing up with a mixed family, mainly raised by his mother, grandmother. I mean, living in Hawaii. So mm-hmm. Just some interesting things that, again, I would love to have a conversation with him. That's so, awesome. Those yeah. are my those, those are, are my top That's great. That's top great. people. Yeah. Love it. Jim Hansen, Obama, very well done. I I too struggled uh I mean I've I've had so many different people um like gracing this uh, this table and uh just and was just really going back and forth and I ultimately uh this is who I've got at the table so far. Uh the first guest to arrive was was my dad. Uh, he is sitting on my left, and next to him on the left side uh, are Mickey Mantle, Tina Fey, Chris Farley, and um, and then on my right-hand side, I've got uh, Jesus Christ, and then Bo Jackson, Rachel Stavis, the author of Sister of Darkness, um, a very, that one kind of just totally surprised me, uh, <laughs> and I'm still thinking, like, did I... Did I choose wisely or not? Like <laughs> she took a spot. She took a spot. Yeah. You know, I've kind of got back and forth, but ultimately, her story is so captivating. I, I still think she deserves a spot. Okay, uh, Joseph Campbell, and uh, the final uh, guest on that side will be none other than Stephen King. Oh, nice! Yeah, the, uh, the king of the story, yeah. uh, and many of my favorite stories uh, were written by his imagination. A writer, uh, someone I look up to uh, as a writer and creator, um, and uh, I'm currently reading uh, his book um, on writing. And oh, it's I'm, so I'm, good! I'm sure that has yep, uh, definitely kind of pushed me over the edge, where I was just like, oh, I just gotta, I gotta have this guy at the table. Mm, it's a good uh, choice. Just, he's just, he's so captivating uh, and wise and funny, and I think he would bring a lot to the dialogue. Yep. 
And the final guest before the final guest. Um, so on the uh, on the left side of the table there is someone who uh, has uh, cap- captivated me from an early age and uh, brings the flair of mystery to the table, and that is Amelia Earhart. Oh, wow. That's an interesting selection. Yes, yes. So talk about that a little bit. Like, where uh, did, How did that come uh, about? Well, and again, strategically thinking she'd be um, on the tail end of the evening, So, yeah. and just someone that I think everyone at the table, probably with the exception of, of Jesus, uh, <laughs> would be like... What happened to you? Yeah, you know, tell us and, the story. and tell us the story of of where things ended up. Um, you know, she was a risk taker, just the spirit of adventure, um, pushing the boundaries in the thirties, mm-hmm. not just for people and women, but I mean, she she just like was so ahead of her time mm-hmm. uh, in in the amount of uh, uh, risk that she she took, and uh, she was the first woman to fly across the Atlantic by herself. Um, and then this, you know, huge, uh, thing, uh, from which she disappeared. She was trying to fly basically around the world, uh, right along the equator, um, you know, more or less. And, uh, and just kind of disappeared and, and was never heard or, or seen again. And, there's a lot of conspiracy theories, which I think are fascinating. So mm-hmm. it would just be great to have her be able to s- tell us what happened. Yeah. Um, but then also to just hear all the adventures from her life, you know, sure. not just from not her just death, that part. But, yeah. You know, but um, how she how she got into it, how, what kinds of you know resistance and adversity she faced, um, and and yet uh, still persevered and and became just probably one of the most well known female names ever um and and i like i said i think i did a book report or something on her when i was young um and i just always i've always thought about her and then i just i recently heard and maybe it was a podcast um or maybe it was just an article i read uh, recently about where um they think they may they have some evidence um to to believe that she she did survive a crash and maybe live the rest of her days out on this island. Yeah, I, um, I think I heard that as well. You know, so yeah. I don't know that kind of stuff. I just I'm yep. a nerd about it, you, you love it, like and that. I think I think it'd be great uh, to have her uh, at uh, my first dinner party. Very I nice. do expect we will have well, more because my list was extensive. And yep, I'm filling up my next yeah, round. Man, it just yeah. So just before we get to the final reveal, Mr. Long, I have a quick question. So I would like. From my 10 guests, mm-hmm. someone stands up and says, dude, I got another party to go to. <laughs> I've been invited to Keith Long's <laughs> table. Yeah. Who who of my 10 would you... Or none. I'm, I'm okay. I, I want to talk mm. to these people. But from the 10 that have been revealed... Is anyone stand out that you would want to invite to join your dinner party? Uh, name them again. Yep. I have John Wooden, James Taylor, Malcolm Gladwell, Tom Hanks, Harper Lee, George Lucas, Ellen DeGeneres, Jodie Foster, Barack Obama, and Jim Henson. I definitely, there's three that pop out, um, Jim Henson, Tom Hanks, and Jodie Foster. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and those are all, you know, Hollywood related. I, I, um, so I recognize that they're all 
like in that but different uh, perspectives but, but very about different just, perspectives yes. yeah yeah okay yeah very how about how about for my list i think i mean again i i could have some really good conversations with all of them you know a, a few of them but i guess i would if we're swapping some seats maybe um stephen king for sure that's that's mm-hmm. a good pick um i'd want to talk to him um uh, probably Joseph Campbell, maybe just because, mm-hmm. especially if George Lucas is still at my table, oh, you know, Lucas, some interesting yeah. conversation yeah. Mm-hmm. there because they had conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, it's, it's tough to say it like this, but Amelia and Jesus, I mean, <laughs> cause those are non-comparable, exactly, but yeah. like, okay, I got one more yeah. slot if you will. Yeah. It'd be super interesting to hear from her. Uh-huh. Um, but of course, I'd want to have some conversation with with Jesus. So, right. Anyway, maybe I I grab four, but yeah. All right, so we okay. have we have our final reveal. So, uh, so quick story, listeners, um, about this final reveal. Uh, so, I had this person in mind very early on. Yep. But one going to going to come to the the party, right? right? Like, like when had it's a win. seat, but was waiting for the right time for the reveal. Yeah. And then I took a trip a couple weeks ago and uh, and started to get nervous <laughs> that this person was going to be taken. And I, and I saw um, the, the, the five year, it has been five years since this person uh, died. And, uh, and there's a special Time magazine, uh, special edition uh, about remembering him. And, uh, and I just, I, I, I had to tell Greg hands off. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I, so I sent him the, the, the picture of, uh, of Robin Williams and, uh, and said, uh, he's mine. And Greg's response was no. So then I knew that he was on Greg's list as well and felt bad that, so we decided to share him as our final guest at the end of our tables, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. <laughs> Not loud enough, but hello, Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, we will certainly talk about Mr. Robin Williams, but absolutely. Uh, Found out that Keith had him, I'm like that's that's not okay. We were gonna have to we were gonna have to fight over it. So we compromised as friends that we are, and we said, you know what, we'll spend a little time maybe at my party and then your party or vice right. versa. Um, hard to not have this guy uh, be invited. True one of a kind talent. Uh, How do you mind. keep him till the end? I mean, I don't well, know. Take over the whole party, maybe. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, and I. And I, the way I kind of phrase it to you is, you know, I, I I'd wanted him to the end so that just as, you know, maybe the thing, the party is starting to wane down a little bit, um, yep. you bring in the closer. Yeah, and, it's a, and, I like that. And everyone gets a shot um, at uh, at hearing him and, and interacting with him and uh, and just gives the life, uh, gives the party new life. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, and I would just love to be able to sit you know, on the other other side of him uh, from the table, yeah. and and just let him let him do let him his riff. thing. You yeah. know, um, so cool. And and he would have all these different people that he could you know yeah. interact with and interact uh, material potentially, exactly, yes. exactly imitate. 
impersonate, uh, that kind of thing. So, um, no, he is a fantastic performer and I just miss him like crazy. Uh, and, uh, and yet just what a great, what a great legacy that he, he leaves for, for so many people. So, so I think that is the topic of the hot seat. It is, it is. And it's also our fodder. Uh, we're just gonna, it's a Robin Williams, uh, kind of episode, but uh, before we get into that a little bit, let's we we can't pass up on hot seat. Exactly. So trivia. we've got some trivia about Robin Williams. Ten questions uh, for Keith. I think I'm pretty confident, knowing that you know so many things about Mr. Williams, you'll do pretty well. So play along, listeners. Let's see uh, how you can do. Ten questions. Number one, in which of these movies did Robin Williams win an Academy Award in 1997? Was it Jumanji, Goodwill Hunting, What Dreams May Come, or The Birdcage? Goodwill Hunting, final Good, answer. Goodwill Hunting is correct. Number two, you're one for one. In which of the following movies did Robin Williams play a gay man? The Birdcage, Jack, What Dreams May Come, or Awakenings? The Birdcage. Yes, two for two. Well done. Which television show was Robin Williams on? Welcome back, Cotter, Three's Company, Mork and Mindy, or Perfect Strangers? Mork and Mindy. All right. Nanu, nanu. Nanu, nanu. Question four. Which of the following is not one of Robin's movies? Jacob the Liar, Father's Day, Popeye, or Affliction? Affliction. You got it. It is... Not one of his movies. Question five. What was Robin's real name in Patch Adams? Hunter Adams, Patch Adams, Taylor Adams, or Logan Adams? Ooh. Yeah, this is one that I got wrong. I don't know that movie that well. Um, Hunter, Patch, Taylor, or Logan? I'm thinking A or D. I'm going to go with... um... Hunter. You got it. It is Hunter. <laughs> well done. Do you know that movie? I love that movie. Do you? Um, but, but they call him Pat, uh, Patch. Yeah. So it's it's not really come up as far yeah, as I remember. Yeah, Hunter seemed like it was, um, seemed like it was either Hunter or Logan. Yep. I didn't think Good choice. Movie, so. All right, question six. In which of the fond Disney movies did Robin do the voice? Was that Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, Lion King, or Toy Story? Audience all together now. Aladdin. Aladdin. Question seven. What did Robin do prior to being in films? Stand-up comedian, teacher, worked in fast food restaurants, or a dancer on Broadway? He was a comedian. He was. Still, I think he remained a comedian throughout his career. He did. Yep. Not positive that he... But I think he still took material and stuff on the road and stuff, so I think he... And then some of them they made into major movies. Exactly. Which of the following movies did Robin Williams play a young boy? Was it Clifford, Simon Birch, Hook, or Jack? Jack. Yeah. Two more. You're doing great. In which following movie did Robin Williams not have a spouse or significant other die? Okay. What Dreams May Come, Goodwill Hunting, Patch Adams... Or the birdcage. Ooh, uh, probably the birdcage. Okay, I believe it's Patch 
Adams, but well, I think I wrote it down wrong. So I, I'm going to hold off and say I because, think you're right. Yeah, but I, I think remember, I wrote it down wrong. I remember. Um, yeah, that the that the female lead. She she was his uh, his girlfriend or significant okay. other. Yep, and significant. She was. Remember, she was. I think you're right, and again, I think I wrote it wrong. So yeah, I think yeah. you're uh, you're yeah. batting a thousand, and okay. I think you got you've got a home run coming because this one's a kind of a giveaway, I think for you. Who played Robin Williams? See, I, I set the stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, listeners, we got to put some pressure on him. Ten for ten, Keith. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Who played Robin Williams' wife in Mrs. Doubtfire? Was it Jessica Tandy, Bonnie Hunt, Emma Thompson, or Sally Field? Sally Sally Field, yes. 10 for 10, baby! You Woo! got it. Very well done. Very well done. Got 150 points to somehow. <laughs> the average uh, is typically around 8. And I get mm. that because that's where mine... I took it twice. Um, and it's that it's the Patch Adams. Um, I also... I don't know why I wouldn't have known about Jack. I don't remember why I picked that a different one. Was yeah, that Jack was the one where you age uh, four he's, times. Yeah, uh, and he's a, so he's like kind of one of yeah. those. He's a big. He's a man, yeah. like big. Exactly. Um, but he's not type of thing. So that was those were common. Was that late eighties or? Uh huh. I think there were a lot of movies. Yeah, there were. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of funny how. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, let's go watch this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, very well done, yeah. Keith. I think that's a first. We oh, put put it yeah. down somewhere. Yeah, um, well, 10 if, there's 10. Any, if there's anything I'm going to get 100% on, yes, I, I'm glad it was Robin Williams. It's Robin Williams. So, listeners, we're going to spend a little time, our, our fodder time, to be talking about uh, Robin Williams. And again, I think it, we're just going to go back and forth a little bit. We did have, because this is about podcasts, we did have a couple, uh, if you want to go and listen. There are a number of them out there. Uh, the two that we referred to was Recode Media, which was about his life. Um, it was an interview with the biographer Dave Itzkoff. He wrote, he spent three years with Robin Williams, which is amazing, I think, mm. in and of itself, um, interviewing him and then writing the book about him. And this was then out in may of 2018 so only about a year ago years after he had passed so he had spent Mm -hmm. time with him wrote the book Mm -hmm. um and then was finishing it the publishing piece wasn't until after the fact unfortunately after his death and i think um they do talk about that a little bit so it's an interview actually about robin williams and then the other one that we listened to discusses uh events of his life with him so robin williams himself so this would have been in 2011. Um, Mark Maron interviews Robin Williams on WTF, and it's episode 106. Um, he's a stand-up comedian himself, um, fairly popular. I didn't necessarily recognize him too much, but they've been friends out on uh, the stand-up kind of circuit and had some conversations. And so they were talking to one another, and it was just really good to hear Robin's voice, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. When when I heard that he died, not to go there right away, but I guess I am. Um, he, right, we watch television shows and movies and music and whatever, and there's you you feel like you know him because uh-huh. you've just followed it, or you know that character so well, so you think you know that person type of thing, right? Right. Um, but man, I'd been really growing up with Robin Williams, and I I don't know if I felt like I know him, but when I found like found out that he died. 
I was seriously saddened. Mm-hmm. It it really I took it really hard. I'm like I didn't even know the guy. I know, I know. It's it's a, it's crazy how how certain people, you know, you do feel like you know them. Uh, and yeah, no, I remember the same same feeling. Just like oh, like it, what a it loss. Can't be. It couldn't yeah, be. And yeah. he had been. Did you watch um, the last? Um, television show that he was on, the crazy ones by chance. I think I saw a couple of episodes. It, it wasn't fantastic. It yeah. was one season, but again, uh, I I thought until I went into um, his his all the different credits. 107 credits are on IMB, um, BD, DB, and just talking about the different movies and television shows and different things. So clearly, no. Um, but I, I felt like Robin's in it. I, I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. And part of these is because he's not the lead in every one of these pieces. But So I, I watched that show because I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to see him. I wanted yeah. to see him perform. And such a passion for all the movies, um, his stand-up pieces, um, when I could get a hold of those. He was, it was almost impossible for him to be a part of a dud. Because that was just the quality that he brought to productions. And, you know, granted, there were some movies that I wouldn't be, like, you know, running to, to watch a second time. But, um, but yeah, he always he, he's just brought that, that level that was just unparalleled by pretty much any other performer. Did you see not did you see Popeye speaking of movies? Like, so thinking about duds, it was his first, so he'd been mm-hmm. doing stand-up. He then gets his gig with Mork and Mindy, uh, and and then they start to see, hey, he's actually got some mm-hmm. some skill. Um, I don't know what, if Popeye's considered really comedy or I don't yeah. know what that fell under, but I mean, did you see that? That would have been I, in 1980. You would have been pretty young because I, I was pretty I young. Um, not not very good. Yeah. Um, well, and again, like yeah, just like you know, I think yeah, obviously every performer goes through a, a peak where, where they're like on fire, sure, right? and anything that they're in, it, it's going to be you know worth watching. Um, but you know, I could also see how people would be like, oh, you know, he does the same thing over right. and over again, and um, but then something like Goodwill Hunting comes out, mm. or Awakenings, or you know, uh, where you're just like he's got this total other dimension to him that is relatable and and you know hits you between the eyes and in the heart where you're just like oh this guy is awesome yeah <laughs> well i think that was for a lot of people but it was for me was good morning vietnam mm-hmm. because it had that that uh drama side he he's taking someone that was uh, a real person and is taking that and yet he he could just do whatever he needed to right. do when he was quote on the radio. I think uh, the script just let him play music and just go. Yeah, and it just—I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and it's what just a like talent. How do you write for a guy like that? Ex- you know, like we yes. we recently watched Mrs. Doubtfire as a family, and I was just struck by how he could just. It's seemingly ad lib, you know, the, the like I when know. he meets the kids, you know, as Mrs. Doubtfire and just like, like just flies through stuff and it's all hilarious. And mm-hmm. you're like, there's no way that some somebody wrote that. Nope. 
Like he just did that right on the spot. And yeah. I, I'd love to go back and be like, how many things that he actually ad lib, you know? And I would say it's got to be fifty percent. A huge amount. I mean, that was that was what they've talked about with him in particular with Aladdin, where they hadn't drawn some of the pieces because he's doing the recordings, and then they added added those pieces in from yeah. he's just doing different voices of different people, right? And then they uh, they they animated right to, to fit that so awesome and and uh, <laughs> do you, you want me to call you al or din uh you know i mean so many come here come here laddie and he's whistling i mean just so many lines just from from a couple scenes within that movie yeah and yet again then so so heartwarming if you will by the end that he's given life to this animated blue i know thing oh oh man. so Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, a top. What, what other? What other? If you had to, uh, let, let's do it this because I don't know yeah. if you can. But let, let's try to do this. Can you tell me your top or one uh, top comedy and then top drama? Because again, he did so many different movies. Do does um, one stand out more than another? I, mean, I think Aladdin definitely stands out. Um, I think. Um, yeah, Dead Poet Society, Awakenings, mm-hmm. uh, Goodwill Good Hunting. Good Hunting. Um, oh, geez. Yeah. Um, I mean, Patch Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jack was good. I mean, yeah, Good Morning Vietnam. I mean, there. Yeah, like I there's. The, I could probably. I could probably do a top ten. Sure. Um, I even saw. Did you ever see RV? Have you seen that? That's I don't a, think I've seen that. 2006. So he's yeah. he's a dad, takes his family in an RV. Some inappropriate stuff, right. but yeah, some, some funny. Lines. Well, I, you know, like this is this is such a like maddening thing to ask because I know I'm going to be driving home and I'll be like, ah, yeah. And <laughs> How could I have not? Because you didn't think of that movie. That's why I'm cheating and I'm going through this yeah. huge list of all the different things that he he uh, was I, in. I'm curious how many I've actually seen of. Of his, uh, did you see Flubber? I saw Flubber. Flubber was yep. very, was well done. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for Jumanji, uh, of course. Okay, yeah. the Birdcage. We mentioned that a little yeah. bit. That that different role. Um, let's see. There's Hook. Did you oh, like Hook, Hook? Of course, that'd be the one that I'd be driving home. Right. Going, oh, Hook. Yeah. yeah that, that's that's a I mean, that's a family favorite. Yeah. And then some really. Um, some pe- like the Fisher King, some people. What what mm-hmm. dream dreams may come? Oh, yep. Um, I'm trying looking for the world. One of his early ones, a world according to Garp. Oh I mean, yeah, very serious in mm-hmm. that. Moscow on the Hudson. I don't remember that, but I have seen that. Have you seen that? Was that was early in? Well, then I just think of all the interviews he's done. And, oh, love and, him and on just, on talk shows, right? You know, talk shows and and cameos and. You know, he he could just again just steal the show, and it just was so so fun to to yeah to to hear. How about comic relief? Did you ever? I we didn't have cable. Yeah, and that was on I'd HBO. Only highlights. You, okay. Yeah, but best. super cool to. I say that a lot. I've noticed, by the way, <laughs> as I've listened <laughs> to our episodes. So I got to come up with a different uh, way to describe you things. Know your Very nice. <laughs> Uh, that he would um, been a part of this. So Comic Relief USA with Billy Crystal and Whoopi Goldberg. And again, just playing off one another and the different yeah. 
roles or different skits that they had during that time and making that worthwhile and being consistent and making money and helping out the different was, uh, charities. Was Robin, well, maybe you can look this up, was Robin Williams in, it, in anything with Bill Murray? Hmm. Because Bill Murray's another one of those, again, was has been on my guest list yeah, multiple times. Yeah, that's a good... And, it, nothing's uh, standing out in my mind as I'm kind of trying yeah. to scan here a little bit. Um, yeah, you'd, you'd wonder. I I know that he did some stuff. He did um, some theater work with Steve Martin. Did you know that yep. before? Mm-hmm. Um, I I saw the HBO special um, about Robin Williams, and they have they're talking to Steve Martin. Yeah. Um, those two guys again, just right. being able. Steve Martin's a great one as well. I, I don't. I don't. Nothing comes to mind. Nothing standing out. That would be an interesting combination, yeah. though. Um, of, of seeing what. Just a, he. He's worked with so many. Oh, Night at the Museum. How did we not oh, talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, he. Again, show, he's Steeler in a couple of those. Yes. Role. So you're right. Maybe that's it because he's in a you supporting know. role. I mean, Mrs. Doubtfire is definitely in the top. Probably in the top five. Oh, and and one of those right that you know it because they always be well. How do you yeah. how do you watch comedies again and still laugh? Uh-huh. I mean, you know it's coming. Yeah. yeah, right. But it is just I I that the whole thing with hello in the face. I'm because he's yeah. looking for a face. Right, right. That yeah, that whole exactly. scene, or he's he's cooking and then he lights himself on fire. His <laughs> his brazier and whatnot. He's like hot flashes oh, and man. I, I oh, they, you're right. They had to have been ad libbed and they're so. They're perfect. Yeah. There's no other way. This is this is perfection. And I mean, and that's that's a situation where the editing, the cutting room floor, <laughs> you know, things that didn't get in were either just too raunchy for 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 showing, or again, like how do you choose what mm. makes it in, and what doesn't, and you probably could make an entire documentary just on the scenes that he. You know that you that, like you that, cut that, that, that you got just cut, cut that you know didn't make like it. I mean wouldn't, wouldn't that be a great documentary just like show all the stuff that yeah. you didn't ever see because it got cut like that, that is great oh man. I really like that yeah we got some news uh, during the show that um, that Robin Williams uh, has passed away he was one of a kind he's one in a million he's like unbelievable people were drawn to him because of this electricity. This, this, uh, whatever it was that he radiated. When I first met him, I felt a deep sadness. I had no idea uh, that the man was in pain, that the man was suffering. Oh, Captain, my Captain, you will be missed. So, unfortunately, the way that he passed away from us is uh, through suicide. And, uh, you know, time has passed since this years have gone by, but the he he had parkinson's he had actually louis body um right. he had some form dementia yeah. so he he wasn't all all right. there and he was struggling right. the parkinson's was taking over his body and um just right sad and that those were some comments again and maybe that's why the crazy ones wasn't quite up to snuff in the, mm-hmm. in that sense where he was able to do all these things in right. his past and his his mind well, was, he was struggling with right, that right he struggled with with depression and and you know mental illness and addiction uh, well, and, so much I mean, alcohol and uh, drug use as yeah. he was going and he he got sober and got off the drugs right. and then ended up falling backward yep. during yep. his career yeah yeah so many so many different, um, yeah, just battles. 
you know, and again, just reveals uh, that no, no human is perfect and, and no, um, you know, superstar is without their own battles that they're fighting. And, you know, and I, Farley, you know, had him yeah. on, on my list and, you know, he, he too, um, I mean, he didn't commit suicide per se, but kind of, right? you know, when you think about, uh, you know, giving in to certain things or being overtaken yeah. by certain things, like it's, yeah. so it's, and you I wonder think, what leads to that and uh, right. all the different, you know, and the, and the fame and the, and your, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like the, the lonely person in a crowd where, you know, who truly knows you. And it sounds like he had a really supportive, um, you know, spouse that he had, Second yeah. marriage, I think it was third, second, third, third by marriage the, yeah. by that time, and they, yeah. but he was in a good spot again. Right. This interview I mentioned on WTF, he's in a good spot. He had heart surgery. Hmm. His kids are old enough now; they're in their twenties uh, at the time of that interview. The last one was, I think, eighteen or nineteen. But it was just in a in a pretty good place, and and yeah. feeling like okay, but easy. The the drugs are just given to right. you. It's just free flowing alcohol. Um, yeah. And and trying to he 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 did have this level of wanting to be well liked, right? Um, and noticed. And he talked about having won the Oscar, but and then it's over and gone. He he mentions that you know what that that was for that week. Yeah. And then then you kind of go back and right. you you're defined almost too much so about being Mork. Mm-hmm. Like he liked that it paid for things and got him going, but he was right. like, oh, you're he did so many things to then have someone come up to him and go nanu nanu. Uh, you know, I I don't know. If, well, and I I think the other thing that you know it just makes is kind of disturbing in a sense is you know the the Hollywood effect you mm-hmm. know which is he he wasn't gonna ever be able to just die you know um, a, a a death yep. you know because you're in the spotlight and it's gonna be plastered everywhere and you're and it's well I mean you know think about Michael J Fox yeah you know like. He he has I think carried you know it well, but um, you know constantly in the spotlight and and your disease you know yeah. everywhere and 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 for someone maybe like Robin Williams who you know doesn't want you know like maybe not prideful but definitely like the marquee you know yeah. like do you do you want to then see sure everything that you know who mm. you, who you become. Yep. How do you want to be remembered? Yeah, it's hard because yeah. I, I mean, I, um, I mean, I, I, the the suicide and all that, I was just crushing. Yeah. Uh, but then when you hear kind of the things that he was, he was carrying, um, you know, I, you could understand a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it didn't make well, it any easier. To, I think that's how I define tragedy. That's yeah. tragic. Yeah. That's that's it's just a, tragic. that's a lot. That's yep. a loss. Yep. That that would that it came to that yeah. again. Like first I heard that he was dead, and then like oh, and then you hear about how it happened, right. and, and these pieces. And then you hear more about him, like the challenges that he was yeah. going through. I'm like that's that's tragic. Yeah, it's, but it's uh, the the life uh, that we celebrate is definitely uh, bigger than. And, and the he's, way our he, yep. yeah, yep. he's our last guest. Yep, thank you for guest. letting me bring him to my table, <laughs> Mr. Long. And now we oh. can now we can uh, we can leave just uh, going through like oh, and then this person said this, and then this, yep. and this, and then who's gonna stick around after the party's done? And yeah, that so, um, so that's interesting as well. So stay uh, tuned for you know uh, adaptations or yep. things that we. Uh, uh, we we take from this because it, it is fun to think about uh, all the different kinds of people that you'd like to interact with, and you know maybe one day we will. Yeah, that would be so, 
Hey, that would be super cool. (laughs) Thanks for uh, spending some time with us, listeners. We always appreciate your ears. We always are asking for some tweets uh, at uh, hashtag or at Good Godfather, right? Or at Gregory Heineke or hashtag Godfather Podcast. Uh, Fodderheads is there. Um, Fodder Time. We are uh, here for you and we hope you turn in again sometime soon.